Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This, well, we testing. should actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. So that's what I was thinking to myself, Tim. What's that, David? Is that when eventually the new Final Fantasy mm-hmm. remake comes out, mm-hmm. I kind of want to just, I will buy whatever yeah, game no, console no, system No question it is. about it. I have to. Uh, my prediction is, though, it's probably going to come out for the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Because uh-huh. they, they said they have like wasted two years mm. creating Final Fantasy 7 remake because there was this quote company they were outsourcing with it and they mm, scrapped really? all of it. Yeah, I, just, I had no idea about that. I don't know. It's been bothering I, I can imagine they want to pair it with the launch of a new console yeah because nowadays you know back in our day like when you went from ps1 to ps2 or whatever right, right. it was a huge technological increase yep, yep. but nowadays video games are about as advanced as they're gonna right. get Other because than, there's yeah. not much more you can get out right, of it right, right so like a new console isn't a big deal mm-hmm. so i can imagine they want this you know hot new release to right. say Hey, this new console isn't that much better than the old one, but if you want to play this game, you better buy it. Yeah, and that's the thing too though. Like I don't think I I would buy any other games after after that cuz personally No, no. To me like I don't want to get reinvested into the video game lifestyle cuz you know, I'm ve- I'm very anal retentive. Like I mm. like to complete games 101%. I was never so much that. I but know I you were. So much time with it. Like I don't want to waste any more of my life on video mm. games. I wasted enough yeah. when I was a teenager. Yeah, but at this point, you know, what there is of your life is wasted. I don't believe that's like, true, there, There's nothing left to waste I don't, in general. I, I, don't think there's, I think there's so much more left to live. You think? Yes. I don't. I was also thinking about this, too. How, mm. how it was just an interesting concept to me. What's that? Uh, long story short, you know, I've been doing some introspective thinking, and I know sometimes a lot of people blame... David, are you coming out of the closet? You know it, man. Okay. Actually, I had another interesting conversation about that, but I'll go, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll go to that <laughs> to a different day. But no, no. Um... So, you know, a lot of people blame their childhood for Mm. all the things that aren't going right in their adulthood. Mm. And then I I wasn't personally doing that, but I was thinking to myself, it's great. And I know a lot of people who had traumatic childhoods or anything like that Mm. or had unresolved issues from their childhood, Mm. you know, put that as the reasoning for the the mishaps in their life. Mm. And it's just amazing how the first 16 years of a a person's life can destroy the next 60 of them. And it's true. I mean, you you can look at, you know, psychological literature. It's totally the case. Absolutely. Because that's when you're developing. That's why they're called developmental years. Of course. Like whatever happens is, as they say, baked into the cake at that point. And that's the thing, too. And and I'm not saying, you know, people shouldn't feel um, upset about certain things that happened in their childhood, Mm. however. And I, I... I, I want to say this, and I'm not saying it in a judgmental way, hmm. but I feel like it's a responsibility as an adult to then recognize, all right, there are things in my childhood that have made me have certain issues well, yeah. growing up. It is my responsibility to then take care of those issues and resolve well, them in a healthy way rather well, you than have using to, them as defeatist reasoning for why you are the way you are. Well, you have to accept things as they are. Right. Some you things say, you can't fix, and you have to accept it. Well, you like can't, what, what, if, what if you lose a leg? Well, you can't fix it. I, I you have to accept that, it. But I'm talking about more of a psychological aspect I still think of there's it. things you just have to accept. Not well, everything not can s- be fixed. I, well... Well, okay, I guess it's not so much fixing as it is recognizing. Getting over it? Not necessarily even getting over it. Recognizing. So you're right. You can't change what happened. Mm. You can't fix what happened in your childhood. Mm. However, how you respond to the fact that these things happened in your life mm. is changeable. So mm. you could say, for example, I was once at a time as a child uh, humiliated uh, during a public speaking event. Mm. And for the rest of my life, I have been fearful of public speaking. Mm-hmm. You cannot change the fact that that has have happened into your life. However, how you react to the situation that has happened in the past can be changed. You can then overcome such a phobia by doing other things to make you more personable or ambiable to having that as ability. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... Well, that's a pretty simple have example. Have you been plucking your eyebrows? No, I do shave them. Like when I shave, okay, I like. Okay, I was to say. All right, because that's the first time I've ever seen your eyebrows so thin. No, I, I mean I've I've done it before. When? I've been doing it. When? All the, whenever I shave, usually. I never. Well, not sh- every time, but every now and again, when I notice my eyebrows getting too bushy, I just go. Vroom, vroom, okay. Vroom. All right. All right. I know you pay others to do that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's only ten dollars. Yeah. Still more. I I, I now, now that I shave my head, I don't think I'm ever gonna be paying anyone for like 
hair stuff ever again. Oh, man, I'd love getting my hair done. Anyways, long story short, it was just a concept of how the first 16 years could screw up the rest of uh-huh, your life. But I, I, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, my personal opinion is this. As I've always said, even though Tim says that life's over hmm. now, even though we're not, we're, hmm. even though we're still in our stinking 20s, is that you can change anything about yourself no. if you're willing to take the time and effort to do so. I don't think – I think it is irresponsible and defeatist for a person to just – arbitrarily say you know i can never change these things about myself and it's done with i think it's it's a responsibility of a person to do so i'm not saying that people shouldn't have a validation of what they feel if they're upset about certain things i understand that but to me in my own personal juxtaposition of the world and how i live is that i'm never going to let something get in my way um unless if, if i'm able to change it or change my perception of that situation i'm not gonna let it happen many man. things can be changed that's for sure something i can't. agree but you can't change your past and i understand that however speaking of changing your lot in life Let's talk about Peaky Blinders. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Tim and Dave Show podcast this week. Sorry for last week. Me and Tim were a bit tired, to mm. say the very least. This yeah. is a very uh, yeah. crunch time for work, and we just needed some time to relax. And uh, I just said, Tim, you want to just take a week off? Yeah. Said, yeah. So we apologize. We're back. Um, we want you all to know that you guys could check us out on our Facebook account. It's the Tim and Dave Show podcast. You can subscribe. Like, comment, and follow along to see what the latest and greatest is going on in the Tim and Dave Show podcast. We're also on Google Play, SoundCloud, FM Play, and, and uh, iTunes. You can subscribe to us there, and every week when we have a new episode, you can uh, have it automatically downloaded onto your mobile or digital device. Uh, you can also donate to our Patreon account, www.patreon.com. Uh, this is just an account where you can just donate small nums, nums, small nums of money. All Give me right. all them nummies. Give me them nums. Uh, well, uh, numbers, you know, yeah, small nums. Small nums, small nums. I've never heard anyone ever say that, actually. Well, now it's going to be all, all <laughs> over the place. You heard it first in the Tim and Dave Show podcast, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, but uh, you can donate small sums of money mm-hmm. so that we can pay for hosting fees, etc. We all we already have some really nice Patreon donators. We really appreciate what they mm-hmm. do. Uh, and if, if you want to be part of that as well, that we'd be much obliged and appreciated. But again, as we always say every week, word of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouth Word of is mouth. one of the best ways to get our podcast out there, uh, even though we have a zero uh, budget for advertising. Mm, correct. Uh, so you could be our advertisers. There you go. Hey, it's it's, you it's go. social networking. Mm. So, uh, But thank you all for listening, ladies and gentlemen. And then let's continue on to the next part of our podcast. So I watched week. Peaky Blinders. I watched the first two seasons. So, I so liked ladies it. and gentlemen, Peaky Blinders was that a show that we were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. I was suggesting to Timmy to watch mm-hmm. uh, about uh, this gangster gang during the 1920s, 1930s mm-hmm. in, in Liverpool, in, uh, Br- uh, Birmingham, yeah, Birmingham, Birmingham. England, uh-huh. and it's on Netflix. But I believe it is a British series. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They just put it on Netflix for our viewership. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so Tim, uh, you said you liked it. I watched the first two seasons. I liked it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. How- a lot of artistic problems with it. Sometimes to think like the way they shot certain dramatic scenes. You know what I mean? They tried to make it that, too that tea, dramatic. That, tea, that when they were both uh, in that tea house, the the inspector and then the main character, the way the camera angles were was all all kinds eh, of screwed I, up. I didn't I didn't have a problem with that. Oh, okay, I, that's not something I noticed. I don't know. C- certain when they have certain dramatic scenes and they go into like doing slow motion and overlaying it with music and stuff. You've always hated that stuff. In, yeah, because in, in it's anything. clumsy and not good. Okay, okay. but and, and and it's similarly clumsy and not good in this show. But you know, it's a good episodic show. It gets you it gets you hooked. Good episode to episode, easy to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not too interested in um, going on to se- to season three because I get spoiler alert at this point. This is going to be spoilers. Spoiler alert! It's like after season two, everything is wrapped up so much, right, right. and the love interest comes back. I was like, the love interest didn't need to come back. It's so lame. It's like, per- and like she's she's not really an interesting character anymore. Right. She was interesting in the first season because of her role in the story, mm-hmm. but now she's just you know. A love interest right. annex to Thomas. It's like, who needs this? I think the weakest season is the third season, uh-huh. to be honest with you, though. And even the fourth season, the reason why I didn't like that is because... And what? They're in charge of London now. Like, I, where do you go? Where do you go? Third, again, third season was strange. You, you, I think you're going to realize there's a lot mm. of strange, odd things going on. And um, and, the, and the fourth season was almost like an add-on. Like, hmm. this wasn't... This is a weird wrap-up. Like, it was a really yeah. weird... Really so weirdly is it, wrapped is up. it officially over now? No, no, no. They're going on to a fifth season. It's oh, coming okay, out in 2019. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm excited for it. They can, mm-hmm. they could, they could make this into a. Uh, they could. 
it's fifth fifth season's gonna make or break it, honestly, uh, for me. Cause okay, then, actually, n- now now I'm reminded the the one thing that really pissed me off in the beginning of the second season is what? they killed off the Kami. Which one was that? Thomas's sister, the guy he was. Oh with. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That guy was like he was one of the best parts of the show, I, and I was hoping that that would be like a dynamic throughout the throughout right, the series right. because they had such a good dynamic right, in the first season. Right. It's 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 interesting too when they had um and they'll explain this a little bit better towards uh I think third season hmm. about why he says uh in the deep bleak winter hmm. right before they, he thinks he's going to get off the bullet uh-huh. uh which actually I love that song. It's a, it's a British song. It's an old song. I we used to sing that in elementary school. I don't even hmm. know why we even had it there, but in the deep bleak winter Frosted winds may blow. Mm, doesn't not in familiar. In the deep bleak winter, snow on snow on. But snow. anyway, what they should have built to. I love is, that song, by the way. Yeah. It is a great song. What they should have built oh to God, is this like guy has no Thomas artistic love for built, anything. What they should have built to built to is like the Peaky Blinders building up some big casino somewhere. Okay. And then the Kami friend tries to unionize their workforce. I mean, I, I guess, I guess. I don't that know. would have been a good story. I, I, you know, it's funny about this. The reason why I really like the series, and maybe you can appreciate this too, because mm. you know, because you watched it, and you also know my personality. Uh-huh. I love the underdog story, mm. and even if it's in the criminal organization, he is Thomas is is just a smart guy. He's just a smart guy working his way. A little up. too much. He's like, I don't think he. I enjoy the show. He's entertaining. Working out. N- a little bit. I can see a little bit on that arm. A little bit. A little bit. All right, all right. I'm starting to eat better, though, so I'm getting Found the weight's it. coming back down. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to go hardcore. I still need a good 15, 20 pounds to lose to I get mean, to where I was. It's been a tough winner. Yeah. I think it's been uh-huh. a tough winner. I think it's but anyway, where winner. was I? Okay, he's he's an interesting character. He's a good anchor to the show. I don't think he's a good character because there's there's not much to him. I think there's a lot to him. first of all... I can relate to him. First of all... Who he, do you relate to in the damn fucking show? The Kami. Right. Who else? Obviously. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So anyway, he's like, it's like he's too unbeatable. It's like he's, he's a, super there, smart there, and no one ever gets season, anything up on him. Third and, season, you start feeling his 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 his, right, his, 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 his um, lack of ability to do so. I think the end of the second season was the probably the best like end of all. It was a great season. That was yeah. a really great, because I didn't know how the, he was going to get out of that. You it, knew he wasn't going to die. I mean... I mean, like, I never... obviously, I knew he wasn't going to die, mm-hmm. but, like, but... Uh, you didn't know how it was going to How was that going to... Uh-huh. I was confused, and then at the end of when he was, like, he was screaming, he's like, ah! Because uh-huh. he's like, holy crap, this could have gone wonkity wonk uh-huh. bad. Is, um, is there more Churchill in the... Uh... In the other seasons? I think I think he makes one more... P- no, actually, that's it. He's really? Because that was cool. I think it's established, however, that him and Churchill are tight now. Okay. Like, hmm. I think that's just an established thing to be understood. Um, what do you call it? But I don't know. I like his character. I like his internal dialogue. Mm. I like... Like, for example, um, when the inspector told him that you and I are very much alike in that we will always be alone. Or what, hmm. what was it? What did he say? I don't remember. We will always... We will never, we will never be able to sleep, or something mm, of that nature. Uh-huh. And eventually, he does gain to recognize that. In I think season four, he says that you know I'm just not meant to go to sleep, like or ever to rest. We were we were born to never rest, like so. I think I, I feel like in a way, and this is why I, I'm saying I connect with it, mm. is that I feel like in my life. I was not born to rest. Like, mm. you know me. Uh-huh. And I get really antsy when I don't have something to do. Mm. Not necessarily like, oh, I have plans today. I'm going to go to, you know, the butcher and, and have a have a great conversation about meat with this fella in the back. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you like that? You like that? Uh, but no, like, I need a project. I uh-huh. need something to do. And I'm not saying I'm some criminal mastermind yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I am not fulfilled as an individual unless I feel like there's something on the slate to do mm. something i don't mm-hmm. relax mm. i don't sometimes i can go maybe a week or two weeks on a vacation-esque mindset but after that i could you know, i become horribly depressed hmm. i start drinking more um i sleep in more i'm unproductive i i literally can't leave the house mm. like cannot do it i need to be always doing something and, and there's medication for that now, I hear, but I'm not going to take it. But um, okay, it's, it's, it's like I always need to do something. I always need to do something. No, no, no. But like a project, an idea. You know, mm. that's why I always am curious to see whether how I would have played it out if I had 
gone earlier in my life as a business individual, like mm. a person, not necessarily in finance or or, or as a as an executive type thing. Like like I don't know. Like I always wanted to have that ability because here's with me like hmm. I, I can't say I, i'm a student business that's kind of something i want to as a, you don't I, know as I'm, mean. as I'm turning closer to 30 now that's uh-huh. i think that's something i want to read more about is hmm. how does business work how to start how do you how start does business work? how does business work <laughs> funny you should say this <laughs> hello young business entrepreneur <laughs> i hear that you quite no 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 but um i i, I want to look more into that because i honestly feel like you know given my tenaciousness hmm. and and the fact that i have this unrelenting desire to just thrive and 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 just just like do things like i can't stay not doing something Mm. i think i i think i do well in that environment because i'm a problem solver so Mm. and that's why i kind of like pp the pp pp blinders the pp blinders because thomas is a criminal Mm. however he's a businessman as and and also and you see in season three he's he's become um horrendously wealthy Mm. and I started thinking to myself, what would be the end game for mm. this? What would, what would be the end game for him? He's going to die a horrible death, I'm sure. Mm. But his children will inherit his wealth mm. and all the stuff that goes with that. And my question is, had all families who had been extraordinarily wealthy and powerful and influential in countries started out like that, albeit hundreds and hundreds of years ago, Warring, lord, warring, warring warlord. war, warlords. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, you know that I mean? is true. That's and that's how all it, all it was. They were just gangsters uh-huh. who got lucky, who yeah, uh-huh. strong-armed the other people, and mm-hmm. then eventually, because of that dirty side of the history of it, mm-hmm. their family were able to be more established into the powerful elite, and because of that, they then became the, the dynasty. And I think truly, that's how well, that's most how of the, world history. Well, that's how worked. the aristocracy got started then the bourgeoisie came and placed them through through the market and it's the same it's the same stuff though. but yes the 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 old aristocracies did indeed develop very much out of roaming war bands who were just you know rape and pillage and exactly. set up there exactly. set up themselves. exactly and that's what i'm saying so um i just thought that was interesting and i really like that so everybody you know doesn't matter what type of blood you have in you mm. uh you know you, you are you, the reason why you here are today is because your forefathers probably were scalping people uh mm. relentlessly so enjoy that when you go to bed tonight. well not 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 necessarily i mean there, there there were plenty of peasants who worked under the yoke of the warlords you could very well be descended from a line of servile underclass all right well let's argue that those who the bourgeois are are, are descendants well no of the, no no the, the, I, the bourgeois, I, don't I don't know they're they're the merchant class they're not the warrior class so, so he could be considered a bourgeois now yeah peaky blinders and he okay will... we're not uh, now we're now we're off the metaphor right, anyway talk about your video game all right so speaking of video games uh-huh. um I don't know if any of you guys are aware of this video game. It's but it's called PUBG. PUBG. And uh, the young kids are playing it. I mm. was drunk one night and downloaded it and didn't mm-hmm. realize I was doing that. And then I woke mm. up the next morning and I'm like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I'm not even kidding. And then I started playing it and I was instantly addicted to it mm. because there's something about games that require you to travel a map, pick up items, and shoot people mm. that intrinsically make you want to play them more. Mm. Uh, because there's an adrenaline rush, and then there is a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a reward system in, yeah. in, in, inherited uh-huh. within your brain. That's why gambling mm-hmm. so yeah. so addicting is, is is simply when you kill someone, you feel really good, mm. and it's not even that violent in the sense that like it's gore or anything. It's just like haha, I won. It's like uh. it's like laser tag. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we uh-huh. love people like to win that. So I've been investing a good amount of time into that when I'm in bed, just trying to like just chill. And um, I predict I will play it for probably one more month and then get bored of it, like I do mm. for most things. So, cool, Tim. I want you to start Enjoy playing it. PUBG. All right, I'll think about it. Damn right. This talking about thinking about things. Okay. Big, 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 big story. Probably big news out of North Korea probably the and biggest South story Korea. In the, of the year. Of the year. Of yeah, the year. I'd say it's probably the, the biggest year. story of the year. And it's probably going to stay the biggest story oh, of the year. Oh, in lieu of aliens invading. Yeah. Um. So there's just been ongoing thing about the Koreas. And how Trump has been saying things mm-hmm. to North Korea, etc. Well, finally, for the first time since 2007, hmm. uh, and I think it's the first time in history ever, 
that a North Korean yeah, official came went to South to Korea. South Korea. Uh-huh. Uh, and did you see that picture, the, the video of them meeting each other? And, then, and they shake hands and they go over to South Korea. And then Kim Jong-un grabs his hand and walks him over. It's so and, cute. And then it, then they go. But then after that, like, that is kind of cute. Like Kim Jong-un, the whole he like looked really happy. He did. But he also looked like he was very winded. Well, yeah. Like you just he had see, to walk. Like, like, <laughs> like he's like, I felt like he was gonna have a heart attack. You just see him doing, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh god, this guy is gonna fucking keel over. It's the most he has probably walked ever in his life. And that whole thing was a was an ornate uh-huh. ritual. But you also see Kim Jong Un took uh, the president. Um, uh, Moon? moon president yeah. moon across the border into uh-huh. north korea yeah, and, yeah. That, and that was unscripted uh-huh. and moon's face was like dude seriously okay. <laughs> like bro what um anyways long story short um this is the the meeting was successful uh the the, the they are they are planning on reconciliation mm-hmm. uh not unification but to me, but I feel like it's going to happen. Korean war. It's going to end the Korean War, which will then eventually. Is this the longest war ever? No, it's not. Well, it's not. It's... Officially, since it's not no, stopped since the 1950s. Well the, well, the question is, what's a war? Yeah, okay? yeah. And then yeah, there have yeah, been. Yeah. I, I read an article actually about like wars that never ended, but mm. uh, one of them people actually forgot. That, mm. But no peace treaty was ever signed. It's like, oh yeah, we're still in war. Better, better go so, over and kill these people. Again. The longest one was, I think, the uh, the um, two Greek cities. Ah, uh, okay. Never, never formally claimed peace. Huh. Uh, then the two governors. Uh, eventually, they, they were piggybacking <laughs> off all this crap. It was big in the news. There was another one. Uh, I think uh, there was an island in uh, off the shores of the Netherlands that had, uh-huh. had a war with one another, and like mm. three hundred years has passed, and no one remembered it. Cool. Um, anyways, so this sets up for reconciliation. My predictions are as follows: mm-hmm. uh, Once the capitalist system starts feeding into the North Korean yep. population, uh-huh. eventually upheaval will take place. Yep. It'll weaken the power structure of the of the government of North Korea. Eventually, it's going to become a... Uh, I think he's going to be ousted. There's going to be an oligarchy. And eventually, they're going to ask for unification. And I think, okay. that, I think that's what's so, going to happen. That's similar to what happened in Russia. So that's why the Soviet Union really fell. People have some idea that like the people of the Soviet Union rose up and said, we don't want communism anymore. That's not what happened at all. The average person did not want to end the Soviet Union and go to a capitalist system. The people who wanted to do that were the former Soviet elites. You might think that doesn't make sense because they're like, you know, killing the the golden goose, which is the Soviet state. But during detente, when the Soviet Union, though still the Soviet Union, opened itself up to the West and they started interacting more and traveling Mm -hmm, more, mm -hmm. the Russian elites were like, wow, these Western elites are a lot richer than we are. If we take their system and figure out how to do it in such a way that we can still be corrupt and still be in charge, Mm -hmm. we can be in charge like we are now, but a lot richer. Mm. So they decided to do it. The Mm. regular people, it it wasn't a popular movement against the Soviet Union. It was an elite movement to transition to capitalism. And 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 I think that's the truth of it. And that's a similar thing that very well may happen in North Korea. And I think so, too. And uh, where's the other sheet? Get that right there. All right. I'm just excited. I've been I've been following this topic since I was a kid. Hmm. Uh, I love the topic of North and South Korea, and I think because of the Peace Olympics, which is the, the, hmm. the 2018 uh-huh. Winter Olympics in South Korea, is being called now the Peace Olympics, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. Which also makes me appreciate the idea the of on- the Olympics, the only Winter Olympics that anyone ever cared about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that's amazing. Now, Kim Jong Un has hmm. promised in many facets to stop. Nuclear development mm-hmm. and denuclearization of his country. Yeah, some are speculating, however, and I think I, th- I think it's a part that this has to play with it, but I don't mm. think it's the only reasoning behind it. Is that uh, just recently, maybe six months ago, the nuclear missile testing site and facility has been irreversibly compromised in North Korea I hadn't heard due that. to an avalanche. Now, huh. I've been reading speculation before before that instance that. That the mountain structure is showing signs of deg- um, degradation, degradation. Uh-huh. because of the underground testing. Mm. And if you look at the terraform structuring of the mountains that they were doing this under, mm-hmm. I don't know geography or geology well yeah, enough to yeah, yeah. to really give you an astute reasoning behind it. But for more or less, satellite imagery is showing that there was a depression with inside that area where the mountains were, and that it was only a matter of time where that was facility was not going to be usable hmm. so it, it has become unusable and I, i'm 
probably due to a severe avalanche recently. It's um, interesting. So it's it's it could be that they're like this is uh, and and then the power structure within it's like dude like w- this is done. Oh, can mm-hmm. we can we be done with this crap? Um, and also an interesting thing is that there was a ping pong world champion mm. tournaments being taking place, uh-huh. and North and South Korea were singular teams. Uh, wow. And then um, they were to go against Ukraine and Japan, uh-huh. and then they requested that they come together as a form as a one team hmm. and for the first time in ping pong champion history the there board, was a korean team the board executives uh unanimously said yes you can combine did they each win other i don't they're, they're they're restructuring the tournament so uh, that okay, they can get okay. together to do hmm. this um and then the, the 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 um what do you call it the the board of executives of the, of the ping pong association hmm. uh lauded the the two koreas of saying that this is a great step in the right direction and i think that's a really good thing and you know, I, and I think when this is all said and done, and whether it's reunification or peace or what have you, uh, it's really going to take a chip away from China. Oh, big time! And it's really going to restructure one of their because North Korea is like their their hot card. Of course, they're like and they're not going to have these guys anymore. are crazy. And we control them, so unless you want their craziness right. unleashed, you better you know. And you know, and there's another piece of this too, and I. I I I want I, I'm going to say wait a year or two after mm. all this is said and done and we can analyze this better. I am not ready to say yet that Trump's approach to China, Trump's approach to the uh, North Korean crisis, uh, Trump's approach in, in in his bombastic uh, ways that of which he has dealt with these international. Uh, You're saying issues. you won't ascribe any um, any lauds to him for this yet? Not yet. It's too early yeah, to I tell. Don't, I mean, it's too early to tell. But it, it would be fascinating if this if if what he was doing was what was meant to do happen now a, a broken clock is right twice a day mm-hmm. you know what i mean and furthermore there were signs that china was already going to have to p- start playing the game yeah. with us and, yeah and uh-huh. also to a certain extent too uh i think it was already boiling over to a point where north korea was just not getting what they used to get as far as international um fear play- or, or placency, or yeah, fear, yeah. To, a, to a certain degree. So there's a lot of things to look about. But even with but Trump's twittering... If, if he played a role, if he can be said to have played a significant role, I don't think anyone can deny he des- he would deserve the Peace Prize more than Obama ever did. You can't... De- I, would, I would argue, in a sad, screwed okay, up here, way, here's yes. Because here's a fact. I mean, I don't believe Obama deserved the Peace Prize. Here's the fact. Why That's did Obama... Silly. What did Obama actually get the peace prize for the official reason was some sort of he talked about denuclearization or whatever right. blah 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 we know what he got the peace prize for for being the first black president correct yes which great yeah, yeah great, great. but no, that's not a nobel peace prize i agree i agree no i agree i think i thought i think he himself thought that was pretty yeah silly too. <laughs> he's like crap he was probably embarrassed by it like, yeah, he's like why I mean, am guys, i getting come this on. participation award yeah, like really. this is stupid uh-huh uh but you know it is what it is uh-huh. um, i heard the bombers are actually getting a netflix series Real, eh, whatever. I, I'm gonna watch it. Like, I, I just want to watch. It. It's gonna be a joke. Like a fictionalized one with no, like a reality or TV. like real, <laughs> like a reality. Oh my god! Like yeah, it's it's gonna be a joke. Really, I stupid. can't wait. But speaking about reality TV, and uh-huh. I'm gonna end it with this: Trump rewrote PR uh, as far as presidential or oh, yeah, or p- yeah. political powers with Twitter. Like he's done that it's, already. It's li- no, that's that that needs to be emphasized about this no, guy yeah. because uh-huh. it's just the same equivalent as how Kennedy used the television yes. to win uh-huh. the elections, and that was a that was a paradigm shift mm-hmm. within political structure. Because yep. the thinking that you, you don't utilize that media anymore, mm-hmm. or if not to use that media in, in an election, would be would be suicide to not use uh, television. And so and many so. academics and people in the media just hate Trump so much that the the many ways in which he's an extremely significant figure is is not recognized. I agree because he's so he is so inflammatory. Uh-huh. Like he cuz he's I don't like the guy. I don't know. No, I don't no like one him. ever run a can no one ever ran a campaign. No, like no, him. it's it is it is. It, he like, ran the most unorthodox, <laughs> successful primary campaign crazy. of all it's time. So crazy, and it was unbelievably successful. Yeah, he was from day one. No one ever beat him in the polls. Yeah. He was always ahead it was in the joke. polls. It was a joke. He com- the entire Republican establishment didn't want him to win. Yeah, and they did everything they could to make oh, sure yeah. he didn't oh, win. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he crushed them yeah no, like that a, need that should be analyzed and studied yeah, this, for years this, that's what i'm saying like two or three years down the line after these events have all unfolded uh-huh. I, I i myself want to look into this more and like start to de- it's we're in the midst of it so we're, mm. we're seeing it as it happens each day there's too much information going around and not enough results to be actually per, per, uh, fewer, 
fully analyzed, and it's just I mean, if a you fun think about it, to look into. Like you, you, you have like Donald Trump. When it's all said and done, will be one of the most significant Americans of all time. If I, I think, no it, matter what, at this point, in, in many in many aspects, significant of it. Yeah. doesn't mean good, but significant. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So that is, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Whew. Karl Marx. Karl Marx, friend. speaking of communism. Oh, speaking of communism, by the way, if what? North and South Korea unify, Pyongyang should be the capital. It was the historical capital. If there's a Korean state, Pyongyang should be the capital. I think no it, offense, Seoul. I think, be Pyongyang. I, I think it needs some time to structure up, though. Yeah, but it's got to be Pyongyang. Maybe, or, or maybe there should be something in the middle. Like no, no, you can't make That's so lame. You can't make a new city. Your capital has to be a historic city. Okay. Okay. Karl Marx. There we go. Karl Marx. So it's his 200th birthday. <laughs> he was born in Trier, Germany. And today, Trier, Germany unveiled a statue of him that was given to them by China. And this has proven to be fairly controversial. Because he's Karl Marx. Why? And the statue was given to them by China. Which is a communist country? And the major communist countries of the world have been variously implicated in grave human rights abuses. And, you know, mass murders and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So you can see how it's controversial. I think, yeah, I think it is is strange in that that its own right. Um. But, yeah, Karl Marx, interesting fellow, significant fellow. Communism. Communism. What, 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 can, what can, what can you say? What can you say? <laughs> well, how old is he turning? Two hundred fifty. Two hundred. Two hundred. Jesus. Yep. Eighteen. Eighteen. Good what guy. A what a year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just read an article recently. Um, that made me angry, but what mm, doesn't? Okay. Um. By the way, am I am I an angry person? Yeah. Fuck. I'm not an angry. <laughs> I am not an angry person. Okay. What does angry mean? Angry. It means angry. It means it's, someone who is prone to becoming angry. All right. I could be agitated. Angry. You can be angry. I, well, anybody can be angry. Am I an Look, angry David, person? You're being angry right now. No, I'm being agitated. There's a big difference. No. No, th- 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 yes, there is a difference between agitation and anger. Uh, anger is like, rawr. Agitation yeah. is like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay, okay, David. All right. Anyways, um, I don't think I'm a, I, am I a miserable person? No. All right. Well, there you go. I will. Okay. Anyways, fast food. Um, so I read this article. It made me annoyed because mm. it was like almost an. It was written in a sense like it was an astonishing medical find. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. So the article states that a new study has found mm. that women who eat lots of fast food mm. have fertility issues. Well, yeah. And that they recommend at the end of the article that women eat more fruit. Hmm. No freaking duh! Like yeah. obviously, if you're shoving French fries and burgers down your throat, it's it's not healthy for you, and you're not going to be able to be a healthy human being to do whatever you need to do inside you to have a child. Furthermore, I'm not blaming women for being infer- infertile. I'm, I'm I'm blaming society in general that you're too stupid to figure out that all this food that you're eating is bad for you, and you should mm-hmm. really get your stuff together. Well, everything we consume is, it's is not, terrible. Not everything we consume, and I know your conspiracy theories behind water, but... Not water, but anything anything covered in plastic. I know we've been talking, and about we that. talked. That was another another actual study. The uh, you know some weeks ago that we mentioned, right, right. And it was also something that was like, yeah, duh, everyone knows this already. So all the food is bad. There's all kinds of pesticides and chemicals in it. Everything's wrapped in plastic yeah. or other chemicals. God knows what's in the air. God knows what's in the water. No, they're at the water again. What we're consuming. He's <laughs> like, oh my god, he's got me. <laughs> Now, I just think it's stupid. Like, obviously, guys, come on. If you want to have a child and if you want to live longer, mm-hmm. stop smoking, drink less, yeah. work out more, eat better. Like, and when you're and well, sleep and freaking sleep yeah. and work about your look at your mental health too. Uh-huh. Like, focus on those aspects of it. If you're in a job you hate, get out of it. Like, mm-hmm. honest to God, like the world is the world is a great place to live in if you have a balanced life for it. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. judging individuals if they're not able to get their stuff together. I'm not that's not the point. I think a big piece of this too is that when you're working your tail off 24 seven to just be able to survive, you don't have the luxury of lifestyle changes that warrant you to live longer. That's why those mm-hmm. who are impoverished live less because they're so worried about making enough money to survive that they, they don't have time to take care of themselves. And that, now don't even get me started with health insurance too. If mm-hmm. you can't even afford that, then you're 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 having troubles with it as well. So, but uh, but anyone can choose to not eat fast food. No, I agree. Truly, anyone can. Anyone can choose, but then the tr- but you you know how it feels when you get back from work. Yeah, sometimes. I know. You don't want to do know. it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like 
It's well, tough. of course, the real problem is jobs. Yeah, no, you I need agree. to get rid I, of I, jobs. I, I think I think that is I think there is a problem with this country, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to that capitalist mindset mm-hmm. and us being treated like wage slaves. You yep. know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you know, we've had the economic inequity that's going on in this country is equivalent to that of before the French Revolution. Okay, that's how bad it's getting. Well, that's now, how bad it's getting. Now you're you're making analogies that aren't quite right because obviously a poor person nowadays is nothing like a poor Frenchman before the French the Revolution. The economic inequalities in that are going on in this country are equivalent to that before the French Revolution. Yeah, no, it's not equivalent. The, the, All right, it is uh, is parallel to what what was the French Revolution. Not the really, wealthy because... have more of the wealth than ever in history that has made it so that we are unable to equitably have a yeah, life. Yeah, but consumption inequality is pro- is the lowest it's ever been. Consumption oh, inequality. Who gives a crap about consumption? It's quality of li- life. It's the ability no, to... No, that, that's what consumption is, quality. Okay, not poor, qual- pe- poor no, no, no. people in, in 18th century France, starving to death, Yes, and we have, we have their clothes. Yes, I get it. I get it. I understand that. What okay. I'm saying is, is that that was the norm of that time. However, they still lived in what their mindset was of a decent life. We can't compare it as ours, what decent life is, but to whatever they structured as decent life. Had a, is no, but you, you can say the gulf between the lifestyle of the poor and the lifestyle of the rich was much vaster than such a gulf is now. I don't believe so. All right. I, I think I think you're at pains to defend yourself on that I'm one. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying simply the fact is, is that there is an economic inequality in this country that can be compared to that of what it was like before the French Revolution. Okay. It can be compared to. Similarly in parallel. Yes. It can be compared to. You, you can make talk com- about Bernie Sanders. You can you, make you, comparisons. You, you, you oh, okay. Well, he he came out with a job guarantee. He wants a job guarantee, which is funded by the federal government, and it says if you want a job, you know, anyone can walk up to the government job store and they'll give you a job. I like it. We should do it because here's the number one reason we should do it. The number one of the biggest things that is wrong with this country is that places of employment can demand too much from their workers. They can demand too many hours of work. They can demand too little pay. They can demand um, worse conditions or too much effort to be put in for what it's worth and all that sort of thing. Right. Because they know they have you by the, you know, the, sh- the short hairs, as they say, because jobs can be difficult to come by. So when you have one, you may be willing to degrade yourself in various ways to right. keep it. Right. Now, if you knew... And if there were a job guarantee, everyone would know, okay, if I lost this job, the worst case scenario, I go on the job guarantee and get paid the minimum to survive decently. Mm -hmm. Then employers will have to start treating people better because they know if they treat people too badly, they're going to walk out the door because they have a fallback option. I think that's the number one reason why we should have a job guarantee. And it's also the number one reason it won't happen because employers realize this. And they know that when this happens, they have to start treating their employees like human beings, which which they don't want to do. Another thing I was thinking about too about this whole idea about how the the, the way the system is where they they, they make the worker uh, a wage slave. Mm. What if everybody? I mean, mm. everybody, everybody in the country just said, "I'm not paying back our student loans anymore." Like, oh yeah. What yeah, if every yeah. person mm-hmm. with student loans just said? We're not paying no, it back. Yeah. I, I think something like that's coming. I think, you know what I mean? Well, well not anytime soon, but I think that's going I think that's to... The, I think because then... I think that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I think I agree because don't pay it back. What are they going to do? Yeah. If every person says, I'm not going to pay back my student loans, what are they going to do? They're, are they going to jail everybody? The financial institutions that own well, the yeah, loans I, are I, all going to go bankrupt. Well, no. The, the government owns the loans. No, no, no. No, no, no that's not true. What happens is, is that the loans that you're given are funded by or backed by the no, United not, States No, not not anymore. That used to be the case. Not anymore. They're Obama, Ob- no, Obama changed that early into the government-backed loans. Not anymore. They're admitted. They're dispersed by the government. It's government funds that go to the loans. All right. So Tim and I looked into this again, mm-hmm. and Tim is correct. It mm-hmm. used to be. I love hearing that. Shut up, Timmy. It used to be that the interest that was being paid off those loans were given to the banks were directly. Mm-hmm codifying into that nowadays the interest that we pay into the student loans that we have are going straight to the federal government although it's worth mentioning this uh the federal loans have a high default rate 
So it's not like they're getting high off the hog on this interest. The interest you pay goes to subsidize a very large percentage of loans that simply go into default. So literally everybody back. who does pay the loans is paying off the loans of those who just don't want to pay off loans anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. So how about we just not pay yeah. back our uh-huh. loans anymore, guys? I agree. Yeah. Listen, that's the next step to this all. Mm-hmm. If we yeah, just said right. because it's now the banks aren't going to do anything, it's the government and the government's mm-hmm. the ones that print the stinking money. Yes. So just don't freaking pay it back anymore. Forget yeah. it. Yeah. We're I, done. I think that's going to be a big political issue and I think at a certain point, it's going to be so popular that poli- that it's going to be a winning issue for politicians, and people are going to run with it to get elected. Exactly. So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Uh, at the end of the day, uh, I, I would argue this. I would say this. I, I don't even know why we're getting on this, but we're, it's, it's happening. We're here. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. Here's the deal. We're doing it all right, baby. You go to college. Okay. It should be free. Period. Well, all state schools I should disagree. be free. However, I think, I however, think, however, okay. All we should get rid of college, but go on. No, well, we're not going that far. All state schools should be free. Community college should be free, uh, and a state school should be free. Now, one would say that everybody could get in there, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You need to uphold a certain GPA, okay? Okay. You need to uphold uh, a certain level of ability to be able to... Get 3.0. A 3.0. Now, people would say, well, then, professors, to keep their jobs, mm. are going to just inflate grades. They're already so they- doing it. <laughs> no, they are... If- like you can look into the phenomenon of grade inflation; it's a significant phenomenon. Uh, it, 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 I will say that I, I'll, I'll take your word for that matter. Now, I would also be willing hmm. to say that yes, we have to pay a portion of our loans. Mm-hmm. Okay, because here's the thing: when we when you when you go into school, you're not just paying for tuition. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're paying, paying for, for a lot of crap. You're paying for housing. You're paying for food. Rockwall you're gyms. paying for Rockwall gyms. Mm. You're paying for other things. Pure tuition, tuition yeah. uh-huh. should be free. Okay. Okay. Now, if you want to live on campus, that comes out of your own buck, which means mm. you have to take out loans. Fine. Okay. But those loans should not be at all incurred through interest yeah. whatsoever. No interest. Uh-huh. It should be a no interest loan for mm-hmm. living expenses that were qualified within the education spending. Mm-hmm. Okay? That is what this it should is, be. This is the great virtue of a Catholic theocracy. Interest is banned. It's usury. <laughs> I don't think interest is bad to a certain extent. Okay? It, 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 it leaves people accountable to save their money and think wisely. However, for basic things that you need to advance your economic mobility, such mm. as education, and I'm not arguing that certain things about college are, 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 are bunked. You know what I mean? Like you said, you don't think that colleges should exist. That's, I'm not saying they shouldn't well, exist. Well, I'm saying to, to I'm it, saying to, very few people should to go. To the extent of which we have it structured that you have to go to college to, oh, to I don't, get I together. think it's terrible. Okay, we shouldn't do it at all. That's what I'm saying. But for for better or for worse, that's how our economy is structured, where we have to go to college now or get post-secondary training in an adequate field to li- to increase our socioeconomic status. But if the government status. just didn't pay for this at all, then not as m- then fewer people would be able to go. So employers wouldn't be able to hold this out as like a bare minimum. I, but I don't think I don't think I want a country like that. Though. I do. I want, Why no. not? I want a country that's educated. Okay, we don't we're never going to have a country that's educated. We're, we're talk, definitely talk more to, educated than talk, we used to be. But. Talk to a college graduate. Many are not very bright. They, they would be less bright I if had they not been to university. It's hard or less to, cul- acculturated had they not been to a university. It's hard to imagine a, le- a less culturated society than ours. No, no, it's not. Look at the 1960s. We were more cultured then. No, we were not. Yes, we were. We were freaking discriminating against African Americans and people oh of color. Oh my gosh, that's so... Di- that, um, that's not that's culture. Just, yeah, it, well... <laughs> well, it is culture. <laughs> you heard it first, but it's today, not what you're so talking about. I'm saying we're a better, more enlightened society. Okay, I disagree. Okay? I agree. Okay, but we are a more enlightened society because we're more educated. No, we're around I disagree that people. that's the reason no, why it doesn't. Point is, student loans are stupid. Okay, the fact is, I think we should stop paying them, and yeah. I think that should be the movement going forward. Yeah, that's actually that a very good idea. Going it's forward. a very good idea. I was thinking about that in the car ride here because I'm at a point, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, you're at a point in my life. Hmm. Where I'm almost done paying off the sixty thousand uh-huh. dollars that I had to go to university. Hmm. Now people could say, David, you didn't have to get an apartment. Hmm. David, you mm-hmm. didn't have to do this and that. David, this, that, this, that. But then again, the people who say that are the people whose parents paid for exactly. all these things for, exactly. for them. Go to hell. So, yeah. Go to hell. Uh-huh. I don't care. I have no sympathy for me. You know what? Here, here's here's my opinion. All right. You know what? I am not bitter towards individuals who had the economic means nah, as I'm children. Not. To be have their parents pay for them to go to college. Mm-hmm. Why am I not bitter? Because they no one is no one makes a choice to be born. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. they were born. That wasn't their choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, what one does with the gift of life 
is the definition of who they are. Uh-huh. However, they weren't born uh, out of choice. They were brought into this world by two people. Those two people then had the economic means to send them to university. I'm not better at all at those individuals. Hmm. But here's my – honestly, ladies and gentlemen, if you fall into this category, okay, here's what I have to say to you, okay? Either step in line with us or get out of the way, okay? Either you agree with the ideas of what we're talking about or move out of the way. Because guess what? This is going to happen eventually, okay? It's going to happen. We, that, that, that Something is going to happen within the student loan structures and how the education Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm, I think so. You're, but now, do you want to be on the wrong side of history? I mean, it's bad enough that you're not standing with us, okay? Mm. You're, in, you're complicit inside the hierarchical structure of economic means that allows the individuals of lower socioeconomic status to have a better life, okay? You're already in that category if you're stepping aside not doing anything and not staying with us, okay? But it's better to do that than to actually be in in our way okay shame on you shame on you for your lack of empathy shame on you for your greed okay that is despicable if you think of yourself as this acclaimed individual of intellectual superiority or or some sort of ideology that you are enlightened as timmy argues you are not okay Mm, then i argue then you then you step up to the plate and see what the real inequality is in this world okay so Shame on you! Just shame on you if you don't feel in that in that sense. Yeah, you're but despicable. It'd be best if we just stopped having all these people go to college. Such that, such a waste of time and resources. To, we're never going to agree with this, my friend. I, I love you, but I'm and never going to agree on it. Y- as you well know, I'm not a man who 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 undervalues the idea who undervalues the learning. Renaissanceian idea of education. Yes, the yes. Machiavellian man. Yes. Yes, I mean. One might say I place a higher value on such right. things than you do because right. I spend more of my own time, you know, in academic matters. Mm-hmm. So it's not that I have a problem with the academic lifestyle or the academic mindset. But not everyone has it. If everyone, if, if a lot of people were actually interested in those sorts of things, it would be great if tons of people went to college. Correct. But since so few people actually have a genuine interest or ever will have a genuine interest in such things why fit a square peg into a round hole well the thing is tim the only re- the only real way of getting around that is having a better secondary education system in america Here, no here's the thing no, you need no, a better no, high no, school no, stru- no yeah. you don't you don't even because what would you par- have then what would you have hardly any jobs in america actually require an education most are administrative jobs. Most are things you learn. Okay, and even in like the 1960s, engineers just had high school diplomas. You still had great engineering. In fact, you had incredible pro- advances in productivity. I don't know how true that is. It, it is true. You can you you don't need you hardly even in, you hardly even need high school to learn a lot of stuff. Tim, most I, things I you learn agree. are just you learn it by doing it in a, the specific an job. It's an opinion. I mean, I I agree. Yes, that it should be important to I'm have... I'm going to make you read a good book about this. No, I'm gonna not you going to make you Employers want people. They don't have to continually have to train off the but bat. But they do. They do train people, but they shouldn't train them how to write a paragraph. You, no one, everyone's going to learn how to write a paragraph going through life. Tim, no. First uh, of all, how many people even have to write paragraphs at a job? In an email, you not do. Not many. Yeah, you do. Okay, everyone learns how to write a freaking email. Let me ask you this then. Okay. Okay. Let's pretend in your magical world mm. you don't need education the way that I think you need education okay. for. Okay? okay. And let's say that they do get into the job with uh-huh. limited background in education. Okay. okay? Uh huh. And let's say the starting salary for that is forty thousand dollars. Okay. Do you think a person with more education, okay, uh-huh. with more uh, technical skills because of that education? What technical skills? Uh, let's, for example, say they went to university. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they were now able to not just write paragraphs. Uh-huh. They're able to now code. They're able to now work with programs. They're able to now understand how to work okay, with... Okay, now, now, now stop. Don't interrupt me. They're able to do all these different tasks, okay? Do you think the company would value their skill sets already off the bat? Okay. Let me... Let me say all I, these I, different tasks. Let me ask the question. Could these individuals then, with these abilities and skill sets... Going into the job, do you think the employer will value those aspects of that they have more so than they will of the person who doesn't have them? Okay, here's the the, answer the question. No, because I can't answer the question because we have to clear something up. Here's the problem with your argument. What we're arguing about is how much 
our current system of education imparts valuable skills. So you're assuming in your hypothesis that we've already settled that question in your favor because the hypothesis you're, you're laying out is that, okay, we're assuming this person who went through high school and university and thereby acquired a variety of valuable skills. Correct. But my claim is this is what we're arguing about. The significant majority of people who go through secondary and higher education actually don't acquire very many valuable skills that they wouldn't have had anyway. For example, you bring up programming. Yeah, programming is one of the examples where people should learn in a structured academic, um, you know, academic instructive environment. Yeah, that's an example. But not many people learn programming in high school. You in high in college, you or I didn't. Not many people work in a job where programming is required. You or I don't. Well, they're arguing that that pro, uh, some programming background will be required soon. Yeah, that's not true. Now, they argue Timmy, all kinds Timmy, of crap. Well, uh, you can you have to know how to use word processing and Excel and, and PowerPoint nowadays. Don't, yeah, you, don't you, not. you, you learn don't that. Don't you not? And yeah, you, and, but you learn that and, messing around on your computer ago, when you're year, 20, thirteen years that's old. That's not true. Twenty years ago, they said you don't need to. Do, you don't need this stuff. This is silly. But now you you can't go through a job and saying, do you know how to use Microsoft Office? If you said no, you'd be screwed. You yeah, would be you, screwed. You learn it when everyone has a computer at home. Basically, not everybody. Yeah, but basically everyone. Not everybody. And it's not hard to Especially learn these things either. Especially not in rural, impoverished areas. Okay, here's here's Microsoft Word. Here, <laughs> hey, look, the Microsoft Word <laughs> item on the desktop. <laughs> click, click. Oh, I have to write. I, I, I have to type. Type, 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 type. I don't think you've seen enough people. I don't think you've seen enough. I've people, seen buddy. enough. I've been. I've seen enough. I'm a world traveling individual. I've I have seen enough. I've associated myself with individuals of various socioeconomic statuses. I can understand in a lot of degrees and have empathy with individuals that education is important. And I know for a fact that asshole who did go to university is going to be paid 80000 versus this schmuck who didn't get through university. And with all these skills that they magically learned that have all this importance that you said don't need to go to university, is going to get paid $40,000 a year. That's the reality of the situation. To say otherwise is just stupid. Okay, I think it's now, now we're assuming. Idea. No, no, shut the... F- Shut the front door. Okay? Because your no, your no, arguments aren't not, good. It is good. You're an no, idiot. No, you have this really weird, Listen, whacked out idea. It's not whacked out. Yes, it is. If Timmy. I give you this, if I give you stuff to read about this, oh you my won't god, even read Dave, it. that's all you ever say. Read this. Read that. Tim. Oh boy, oh boy. I read it. Yeah, I've you've read, read it. I've read no, you haven't. Other, no, I have read many other aspects and have experienced many other aspects. Because I know what I've read. What employers look for in people. Period. What do they look for? In They're people? looking for people who don't. They don't have to freaking hold their hand to do the stupid job. Yes, training is important. Retraining is important. But majority of the stuff that they don't want to take care of is this mamby pamby BS that people don't inherently just learn on the job. Okay? They don't want to teach someone how to turn a stupid computer on. Okay? They don't want to have people learn how to do Microsoft Office at the job. Okay. Especially so if that means they have to pay them the same amount to a person who already has those skills. So four years of high school. Four years of college. So. In those eight years, that's how long it takes to to turn a computer on no, and, Tim, and open that's up. That's not what like, I'm saying. No, that is what you're that's saying. That's not what I'm saying, Tim. You're, you're positing I'm using very it as a basic stuff. I'm making a hyperbolic statement because there's a lot of other functions in a job that require other things. Like what? And it also it proves to you that you can stick to a program and stick to an idea for more than freaking two seconds. So okay? you need so you need four years and a hundred thousand dollars. No, to you prove don't need a hundred thousand dollars to do that, and you don't necessarily need four years. You can have two years. It doesn't matter. The point is, is this, depending on the field that you're going into, which this country is becoming highly highly specified and specific to what skill sets are needed for jobs because that's what's happening in our economy you need a menagerie of things to have in specific areas it's just how it works well, now you're saying it's becoming specific now you're saying you need a menagerie no, which no, means there's it's a menagerie of soft skills that you need and then there are specificities oh, skills. oh see that's nonsense we're not going to agree we're just not going to agree because you have this bubble of an idea okay, I'm buying of this what? book for you no, you better shut read up. it you have this bubble of an idea of what it means to go into the workforce timmy you just don't get it they but read the book you don't I'm going to get, get you. I don't, read the book. book. I don't agree with everything you say. I'm telling you right well, now. Yeah, you don't have to agree what I say. I'm, I'm going to read provide you. Read some of the white guy that tells me otherwise. Screw off. I know I'm what I've read. I've read source. enough to understand yeah, okay. my own Yeah, I'm sure you have. Oh, uh, uh-huh. you sure I have, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. No, you're a fool. I'm right. Uh, you're a fool. Let's talk about this penis about. thing, okay? God damn. All right. So close your mouth. I mean, open your mouth, close and your I'm eyes. I'm telling you, the people who did this in this story, well, okay, duh. definitely went to school. Yeah, you stupid monk, you yeah. stupid muck. Okay, hardly anyone does right. a highly, a highly, highly skilled, skilled technical penis surgeries. Yeah, yeah no one right. does penis surgery. Well, apparently they've done it now. Some people. There was a war veteran. Okay, I okay. think we can all agree that when you're going to start cutting up penises during your job. You need you need more I training than the many degrees to do this. Okay, <laughs> okay. I don't want to pay some idiot to just learn. All right, let's back it up a second. I'm right. You're wrong. First off, no, Second I'm off. right. No, I'm right. You're wrong. Second off, the news story has just been out that the first ever 
penis slash scrotum transplant has hmm. been administered. So I want to know more about this penis okay. personally. So <laughs> there's a lot up, of details this about this penis. This opens up a lot of questions in a lot of different ways. So what can this penis do? So apparently, this individual who was uh-huh. a war veteran, okay. had lost his um, penis, penis, which is the okay. medical term for the sexual organ, um, and scrotum mm. uh, due to a blast mm. um, in it's war. Been some in night. War. <laughs> In the war. Okay. Uh huh. Now, it's also interesting to, to note, though, is that these injuries aren't emphasized ever when it comes to casualty rates. It's the, um, I, I, it was an interesting concept behind it was, excuse me, is that these are the, um, untold injuries, the unspoken injuries of war, mm. which, which happen. You, you lose, I mean, like, of our body, it's statistically possible that you will also lose the your 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 penis, your penis you know. Uh-huh. So that this is a struggle for a lot of individuals because they can't talk about it because our a lot of our identity for a man is has a lot to do with what's between our legs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they they transplanted from an individual who had passed uh, penis and scrotum to this oh, individual. Wow. Talk and about they, being they, an organ donor. Yeah, right. And I, I, they successfully transplanted it. And it's functioning, working as it would in any other situation. And to me, this opens up the question, now you really could just enlarge yourself if you have a smaller apparatus. Well, we have to, again, wonder what, what you can do with this penis. I think, it's, well I think it's just as like usable. Everything? I think so. That's what it's it really, like. That's something that's else. That's pretty crazy. You know? I wonder. So as an organ donor, mm-hmm. so obviously this came from an organ donor. Yes. Like, I wonder what the criteria are. For like what kind of penis you can has to be the can, same blood type at least has to be the same blood type like 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 so so let's say there's look a, at the twinkle in his eyes <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> let's say there's a couple penises available to, to I be, want that one yeah exactly <laughs> it'll essentially be that yeah Is it for like, sure I, I want the big one yeah <laughs> I ain't gonna ask for the small one <laughs> I mean just throw that in the garbage <laughs> yeah that's exactly what's gonna happen wow yeah I mean age too does that matter like yeah i wonder it, it must right because there's, there's also i mean is erectile dysfunction linked with the penis yeah is it the, is it the penis itself or, or is, is it, it like a, other things because a lot of things in the body end up in the penis yeah, right like or like <laughs> so tim knows a lot about what anyways okay a lot of things in the body wind mm. up in the penis. <laughs> so i thought that was an interesting news story. very interesting news story um Oh, now you got me all ramped up. We shouldn't have had all these energy drinks. I'm sorry about this damn schooling thing. I just don't agree with you, Tim. I all really, right. It bothers me. I it makes me so irritated sometimes about this topic because we've been doing this podcast for over a year, uh-huh. and we've talked about this topic. Okay, in various aspects. Here's the thing: so, when when we talk about this topic, because it's a complicated topic, and based on either of the points we're making, we can make a point and and conjecture until the cows come home. What we need is empirical evidence. We do. We need to look at facts. We've looked at... Now, I have... There's there's an economist who specializes in this topic. Back your face up for a second. We both have facts. We're not given statistics. Yeah. Okay? We Uh do have empirical evidence Uh based on what we have read. However, in a conjectural, argumentative standpoint, we're not really giving figures. What we should do... And I think we should... Look into that in that respect. So yeah. Let's what we do should this. do is let's you a pick pin. a good source. I pick a good source. We read each other's sources. And we have the facts on the table. We'll have the facts on the we table. know where the All other right, is we, coming let's from. Put a pin. Let's put and a pin we can on have that. a real let's substantive. But I still agree that we should just stop paying student loans. Back. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay? I agree with that one. This is where this all came about. I, actually, I'm, I'm at a point in my life where I'm about to be able to pay off the rest of my student loans. Uh-huh. I've been blessed with that opportunity. Hmm. And it was with years and years and years and years of hard work. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I started out with 60000 to my name at the age of 23 years old, hmm. which didn't exist 25 years ago. Most people didn't have that unless you were like a lawyer or, or, or a doctor. Most degrees, you didn't have to worry about that. Most professions didn't have to worry about yeah. that. That's why uh-huh. people say, why aren't you buying a house, generational yeah. millennials? Well, because we can't, because we didn't start out, because we're starting out life with a, with, with essentially a small home loan. Uh-huh. Okay? Yep. You know what I mean? And that's why we can't get what the American dream everyone said we should have. And that's why I also argue I don't ever want to own a property as mm. far as living in. It's actually, especially if you're a mobile individual, it's not, it's, it's if you, unless you live in a house for 30 years, it's not worth having a home or mm. financially. It's you're probably right. Because you're paying property taxes on top of the fact that you're also mm. paying the taxes, the interest rate, and the, all the other things.
things that go with home ownership with paying for supplies and and things versus if you were renting something you're not throwing away money if you are consistently moving from one place to the next yeah uh-huh. so anyways no but i agree we should get back into that topic matter but we yes. are way over the limit of Ooh, time boy. we got really debated but you know what that's we've had we have we had two weeks we weren't mm-hmm. we had two weeks we had to wait for this plus we're all hocked up on uh energy energy drinks. drinks that's right actually it's funny we drink red bull like um but it was from PUBG that kind of gave me the idea because uh, PUBG has Red Bull drinks in it, and it makes me want to drink Red Bull. All right, so. that's a good, as good a reason as any. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to today's Tim and Tape Show podcast. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it, and uh, Tim and uh, I will get back to you all on that Empir- empirical evidence based on facts. Quoted, not that we are facts aren't, or not that our points aren't based on facts, but having us be able to sling each other's things mm. at one another, mm. and you'll like be able to hear and see everything you would like. So, mm-hmm. thank you all for listening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm. Oh man, oh man, get me all revved up, you son Sorry. of a gun. It's so okay. about these penises, like, <laughs> is, is there going to be a day where, like, when a father might give his child a kidney? A father will will give his <laughs> child his penis. Oh man, Tim, I'm gonna end it with that. <laughs> <laughs>